Hello and welcome back to Daytime Drinking with the Crafty Boys with myself Pav and James and Harnam. How's it going? We have quite a selection of beers today and it's quite a special episode today because it's... Number 10! The big 1-0. not going to lie, part of me didn't think we were going to get to the podcast. Podcast getting so old now mate, it's getting so old. Um, so, I have bought a Cannonball by Magic Rock and James was just telling me there's like six versions of the Cannonball. And I've also got the left blonde because we've mentioned blonde and you know left so much that I thought let's see what we think of it. Cool, cool. And I bought a Brewdog's Jet Black Heart, which I'm looking forward to. Just another stout. Hopefully this one will be better than last week's stout. And then a very uh, interesting artwork on the next one I have here by Flying Dog, the uh, Bloodline, a blood orange ale. It uh, is impressive to say the least. Um, and I've got uh, Delirium. By family brewer, huge since 1654. Ooh, I'm not sure it's good, yeah. But um, Belgian beer, and I've got from the London Beer Factory, Berliner Heist, um, a Berliner Weiss. Mm. So today we've got ourselves a little Belgian off. We, we do. Da, 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 da. Uh, I think, yeah, like two of the most famous Belgian beers, I'd say. Oh dear. Right, cool. So, rock, paper, scissors. Let's do it. Ah, I'm out between you two. Yes! Okay, excellent. <laughs> the Rock. Yeah. The Rock is always. The Rock was always. You need to start going for paper all the time then. <laughs> so, uh, we're doing things a little bit differently today. We're going to take some videos and pictures as well while we're doing this, so uh, it might not flow quite the same as it normally does. I'm sure we'll be able to figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, which one would you like to start with, mate? I would like to start with this Magic Rock here. Cannonball. So, Cannonball! I like the smell straight away. It's just, mm. it's very pleasant and inviting. Oh, is that a citra hop? Oh yeah. I always say that. I always say citra hop. I get. I am. I'm, I am smelling yeah. something citrusy in there. Super citrusy. It's not too citrusy on the taste though. It's a lot more bitter on the taste. Very bitter. Mm. There is faint citrus hints in there, but a lot of it is just the uh, bitterness. I'm not getting much hoppiness out of it. I thought it was quite hoppy. Especially if you aerate it. Maybe your uh, hop detection is a bit yeah, low. Yeah, my, my uh, taste buds doesn't, doesn't understand the hoppiness. Your tolerance for the hops is high because you're always aerating. Mm. But there's something else in there as well that I can't put my finger on. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. And Magic Rock, we've had a few of their beers on there. We've had uh, some of their, uh, we had a grapefruit IPA, right? No, it was a grapefruit pale ale, I think. I'm not sure, but we have had a, quite a few Magic Rocks. High, high wire? Um, no, we drank that yesterday. No, Friday. Day before yesterday, yeah. yeah. Um, no, we've had Salty Kiss, I believe. Oh, yeah, I remember Salty Kiss. I'm sure we've had one, haven't we? We've definitely had more than just one. Yeah, and the, oh yeah, so we had um, the Salty Kiss um, and the Damson. Oh! The, the, the Damson. That came in the big Speaking can, yeah. of uh, Damson, I was listening to that yeah. podcast episode on my way here, yeah. and uh, when Damson came on, we said it for a long time. Yeah, damn. We just would not shut up about Damson. Yeah, it, it actually um, won first place on episode seven. Mm. So it was just really good. But this, this, I don't think it's as good. It, it's nice. It's got a good bitterness to it. I, th I think as well, we're getting really used to these really off the, the wall, sort of slightly different yeah. IPAs. Mm. And this is just your really this quintessential... Is a basic IPA, very... Yeah, very solid, basic. stock. Yeah. It's very, it is just a good IPA, yeah. but it's not got that random flair to it's it. It's a solid IPA. It's a solid IPA, mm. cannot deny it. Although I've seen a, a thing on the internet that says IPA gives you man boobs, so I'm not sure if you should be still drinking them. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sorted, man. As I say, I'll beat you to it. <laughs> I'll beat you to it. But what I was going to say was, mm. with it being episode 10, do you guys yeah. have any personal highlights? Uh, from the, should we have like a little clip show? A clip show. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we should have a clip show yet. We should release a second bit that might be a clip show. Yeah, do you think that, you know, I think you tried to start last episode, the final thoughts. Mm. You can sort of like bring that into, yeah. yeah. Like the highlights from the last 10 episodes. Well, Maybe we, should, maybe we should even do a top six of the last ten episodes. Oh, <gasps> maybe we should. Yeah. Like our top six of the last ten. Oh, could, could do that. Yeah, could indeed do that. 
But yeah, this is it's drinkable. I don't think anyone's commented on the colour just yet. Normally we do that quite. Yeah. It's a uh, very cloudy, golden. Not a lot of head. And this time you guys can actually see what it looked like. Mm. This time there will be uh, proof. It is good. It's very drinkable. I could have a few of these during the night, just hanging out. I think I could have quite a lot of these. Yeah, it's a very easy drink. It's, mm. it's not as rich as I think a lot of other IPAs necessarily are. Mm. Although it's quite bitter. Definitely gives you that dry. It stays as well for a long, long time. Which, this bitterness, there's something different about it. It's not like the other ones we've had before. Hey, we had it's a not really, as pleasant. We had a really interesting beer at Bodega called... Oh, we had the Yeasty Boys again. Mm. Earl Grey. Um, but we also had something called... Was it a milkshake IPA or something? I can't yeah, remember. that one was really weird. I think that was the... Was that a Wylam one? Or? I think you've brought one of theirs before. Yeah, I think it's Wylam. Yeah. Bodega also has quite a good selection of craft beers. Yeah. I, I do not know that. Well, it's a, it's a pretty good start. A good standard IPA. So. so, next up, shall I be going Yeah. with the uh, Brewdog Jet Black Hearts, and uh, let's get ready to pour this bad yeah, boy. It's, it's actually one I've had a fair few times, but only in the Nitro, so you know, poetry like the Guinness-esque pump. Uh-huh. Like, ah, okay. I've never actually had it from a bottle or the non-Nitro okay. version, mm. so yeah, this is going to be interesting. Alright, right, so. we got it poured. Yeah. Extremely dark, it really yeah. is jet black. Yeah. You I, cannot see through it at all. Not even any sun getting through that. Yeah, and today is a very nice sunny day as well. Yeah. So there's nothing penetrating that. Definitely lives up to his name, mm-hmm. jet black. It oh. is definitely jet black. And the smell, definitely get the vanilla. Milk in there. Yeah. Milk, yeah. Chocolate. Mm. It's a tiny, it's tiny bit of coffee. Yeah, almost like an espresso kind of yeah. thing. How does it compare? Mm. I, I think it's, it's not as creamy, but I think that you get that from the nitro. Right. All the tiny little in it, but it's not as like creamy that. as I'd like. It, it is just so it's sweet. Nice. And it's, I think it's actually sweeter than you get out of the nitro. I think the nitro has a sort of creaminess to it, whereas this yeah. is a bit more sweet. Ooh. It's very nice and smooth, drinking it very easy. Despite the fact that the meantime one was called a chocolate porter, I feel like this has more of that going on than... The meantime one did mm, mm. definitely, and I don't know if you remember when we were looking at the meantime one. It wasn't anything like this. Like it was see through. Yeah, 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 it was brown, wasn't it? Easily see through. Although this... maybe that's the difference between a porter and a stout. I'm... No, but then we keep saying the stout is traditionally just a strong beer. Yeah. I, I always think I don't think there's necessarily a definite definition because I've actually like tried to find it out before because it really confused me. Mm-hmm. And the, the best explanation I saw was that a company will call it a porter because they don't want it to be compared to Guinness. Ah, okay. <laughs> Fair so, yeah. It's a, a loophole more than anything else then. Mm. But again, I could be completely factually wrong, which is quite possible, so let us know at Crafty Boys on Twitter. Definitely let us know. There's uh, always room for improvement. Now, since it's episode 10, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a time when we can... Uh, sort of solidify some things. So we are the Crafty Boys. Yes, we are the Crafty Boys. And how are we spelling that? Are we spelling it with an O-I-S? I, f- I thought it was I-E. Oh, sorry. The, the boys part. Yeah, the boys bit. And actually the crafty bit as well. Are we using a Y or an I-E? Because I wasn't sure. Uh, I, I thought it was crafty I-E. Yeah. And then boys Y. Okay. Because I've always but taken, do we want to keep it like that? But I've always taken it from the way you spelt up my logo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That logo can be updated. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, personally, I, I, I don't like the eye. Yeah, interesting. Here we go. All right. Yeah. So yeah, you think the eye looks a bit? Yeah, I think I think the eye should be yeah, a bit bit two thousand and three. Yeah, the eye should be there, and the Y should be the crafty can have an eye in it. So you you say the crafty the Y from the crafty needs to come over to the boys. Yeah, and there should it should be I E for the crafty. Okay. Right. Wait, wait, <laughs> How have we spelled? Have we misspelled? Have we? Has it been misspelled this entire time, and people haven't been able to find it? No, because the only what? thing that would have been Crafty Boys is a, a Twitter handle. Uh. Everything else at the minute is drinking time, daytime drinking, daytime drinking, drinking time, adventure drinking time, drinking adventure time. It's adventure <laughs> drinking time. Come on, grab your beers. Clink. <laughs> now. I'm not sure what I would pair to eat with this, because 
I don't feel like there is anything you could pair with it. It's very nice and flavorful on its own and mm. enjoyable that you could have it as a dessert. Yeah, but we always say the stout would be a good dessert. Mm. It's because a stout is a good way to cleanse your palate and also enjoy a bit it's of just a, It's just a flavor. bit decadent, isn't it? You know, it's, it's just much richer than an IPA mm. or a... It's more enjoyable on its own. And hey, it doesn't really need something to complement it. If you ever go to Herbert Kilpin, upstairs they have a poster mm -hmm. that branches off like all these different types of beer. Yeah, so it kind of explains like... So it's like a flowchart of yeah, all the different beers from. and where they would go for. Yeah. yeah, it's really quite fascinating to look at. Oh man, now I need to go there. I need to go to so many places now. Yeah, so... Um, it's spelled at the minute, um, craft, i.e., mm -hmm. boys, why. How it should be, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think. So, and as well, I don't know if you noticed, I did actually change the name of the podcast on our oh, RSS feed. Okay. So it's now daytime drinking with the crafty boys. All right. All right. All right. I, have, yeah, I've, 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 I prefer it like that. Yeah. I think it just sounds more uh, professional. Yeah, I guess like Beastie, they had the i.e. on the end. And I think Yeasty did too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And none of them used the R, the I in boys. No, it's because they know better. They know better. They know it's not 2003. Yeah, we're not fuck boys. <laughs> and, and I did actually go through... I mean, you might be. Yeah. To all you... If you get the reference, kudos. To all you fuck boys in the past is... Something, something, something. Is it not? I'm just trying to inspire you. DJ Khaled? Yeah. <laughs> Am I this predictable? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little you, bit. You, you, you worship the band, don't you? I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't I, I, mind I, I, being DJ Khaled. Yeah, I've seen the shrine in your room, like, it's fit. He's got one in like, as well, yeah. just a miniature one, just flips it out. Whenever he goes to the bathroom, quick pair to the big DJ Khaled. <laughs> you know, my, my alarm is like, another one. Like another yep. <laughs> I, I, I've heard it a lot. Whenever, whenever he uh, comes over to stay at the house, you just, you just hear in the morning, another one, another one, and you're just like, for God's sakes. But yeah, no, it's, it's a really nice mm. stout. It's a good stout, much better than the uh, one I bought over last time, the it's, extra stout, yeah. as it was called. It is 100% my default if I ever go to a Brewdog. Mm. What else do they have at Brewdog that you would recommend, though? Because this is, I think, we've had quite a few from Brewdog, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, Elvis Juice, obviously, is an absolute corker. Elvis Juice was so yeah. good. In the background. T-shirt ideas. Rinse so, down. we've got a few now. Yeah, we've got the aeration. 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 Rinse time. Yeah. Old man ale. <laughs> and there was one more that we came up with. Do you have any inclination of what it was about? What, was it like left-like? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I can't remember now. But there was definitely one more that we thought of. Right. I'm sure I remember it. So, but yes. So, so next up for me, um, I'm kind of torn. Do you think we should have the two Belgians back to back? Yeah, I think we should. We're doing a back to back yeah. Belgian thing. Um, yeah. So next up for me is uh, the Delirium, the Belgian strong beer. Mm. Now I will say this bottle. Trying to get, five, trying to get the jump on me. It's going to take you down. <laughs> We're going to have our Belgian off. All right. So here we are with the uh, Delirium Tremens. Straight away, the smell. Yeah. Is just so inviting. Well, it, it is there. I think they're, they're blonde there, so yeah, it's Ooh. pale blonde, quite hazy. Yeah, mm. it's definitely got a haze to it. Yeah. There was not too much head on it, but, but that, there's it's definitely got that spice that we're always talking about. Mm. Yeah, I did um, pour it very badly in that video. <laughs> well, practice makes perfect, and it yeah, was at a new angle. <laughs> kind of hard to do it from behind a TV as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean TV? That's my white screen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, we should just get a green screen. Straight off from the smell though, getting that malty, spicy. Mm. Oh, flavour overload when you take that first sip, wow. There's so much going on. Mm. And then it has that almost like vice beer like thing going on at the end. Yeah. Oh. Mm. You can uh, taste the alcohol very faintly in the background, which is quite nice. What do you think the percentage is? I want to say six percent. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I think you definitely Ooh. almost get that slight fire at the back of your throat, but you mm. can't really taste it. You can't taste it. It's mm. very mild in its yeah. taste, but you can feel it. It is. I think it's flowery. I'm getting yeah. some flowriness from it, but definitely spice. There is this lovely spice to it, which yeah. just 
Well, as long as we're talking spice and flowers, how about some herbs? You getting any herbs? Hmm. Not really. So I'm, I'm getting um, toffee, malty taste. I'm not getting any toffee or malt. What are you on about, mate? I'm, what kind I'm, of... I'm getting a slight malt. Slight malt, but I think it's completely overpowered by the spice, this aromary spice. Yeah. Do you know if there's such a thing as a sour Belgian? Like this kind of thing that has a bit of a, you know? I don't, I don't know, actually. That is a lot of flavours. Aerating it, just it, it hits you so hard. Whoa. Yeah. It's just, every sip is just an overload on your tongue. Mm. It's just spicy, it's, it's like citrusy. It's a, bit, a little Citrus, bit floral as yeah. well. Mm. You know what, I'm scared to aerate, but I'm going to. I'm going to see. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it gets you hard, doesn't it, mate? Oh. You're all right. You need a minute. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's something, right? Especially being such a strong percentage, I think it mm. goes right to your nose. Mm. Yeah. The eight percent, it just hits yeah. you so hard, it gets into your nose, and you just feel that burning. Yeah. And again, with this um, being a Belgian beer, it does have its own glass. What does the glass look like? The quack. Um, and this one. Oh, it, that's a beautiful glass. Like normal, but I think the. Uh, the like stalk, the stem? stem, the stem, yeah. The stem on it is meant to be the elephant's trunk. Oh, like that. that looks beautiful. I like that. Yeah. That and they, you know what? Can we have an episode just dedicated to this brewery? <laughs> yeah. I think we just need an episode dedicated to the unique glasses for each of these Belgian hey, beers. Maybe we go and see their brewery. <gasps> Yay! A little road trip. Yes. Belgian road trip. Yeah. Crafty boys on the road. Yeah. Another t-shirt. Write <laughs> <laughs> it down. I was thinking, like me and James were saying, like when we're going, because mm. we've got Peak Ender and we've got mm. this beer festival in a couple of weeks' time, and we should do something like stickers or something just to oh, yeah. make our presence felt. Have some stickers and just uh, give them to different yeah, I haven't uh, actually, stores to hand out. I haven't actually investigated the cost, but I thought, what would be better to give away than a bottle opener mm. that says Crafty Boys on it? That would be great. It would again, cost I don't know bit. what the cost is, but yeah. Well, it depends what kind of bottle opener you get. If it's engraved on the bottle opener, it's going to be a lot more. If you get one that you have a little picture in it, it'll be cheaper because you get the plastic thing and you put the picture mm. in it, which I think we should go for. We'll see. But yeah, unless early you want to, days. Unless you want to splash out those big bucks. But yeah, what would you pair this with? I'm not sure what I would eat while I'm drinking this because there's just so much going on with it. Again, it's one of those beers that you can enjoy it by yourself. You don't really yeah. want to dilute it down with a food. Personally, with this, I don't know if just because because of the sun at the minute, but I picture myself, almost, maybe. Broth? No, sort of like- Stew. So, so Stew? I'm, I'm, I'm picturing myself sat in like a lovely sunny square in like Bruges. Oh. Um, a big glass Why of Why not this. in Brussels? Or Brussels, or a, a Belgian city. Um, Why not again? <laughs> again? Why not yeah. Florence? That's in Italy. Yeah, I know, I was just being weird, mate. <laughs> so sat in this lovely square, um, a, a big traditional glass of this mm. um, in a, its actual glass yeah in its actual glass obviously I mean sacrilege in Belgium not to do it um, with a big old plate of mussels mm, I've never had mussels and, 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 and so, I see you've got that broth you've got that sauce to mop up at the end with some bread oh, and, oh I think the... I'd like some olive bread with this oh yeah did you eat my olive bread I ate that entire thing mate yeah, yesterday a, a loaf of olive bread was brought to, back to me and I ate it all. No, it was not brought back to you, it was just at home. <laughs> yeah, no, no, here's the thing. It was uh, given to me while I was doing my D&D podcast and I just oh. saw it and I was like, well, I'm going to eat all of this. I see. Collusion. Yeah, ate all of it. Olive bread is the best. I would oh. definitely have olive bread with that, but I've never I, actually had mussels. I think I'm going to have to go somewhere and buy some fancy bread on my way home. Do it. I oh. recommend it. Where? I'll come with you. Uh, yeah, Delilah. Delilah. Delilah's. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, that should definitely happen. Next to FC UK. Yeah. Again, I, th I think it, it's a real quintessential beer. I think obviously this um, haven't really talked about, it, but this um, this brewery has been around since I think technically 1624 or something 1624. like that. Well, I think basically the family and the site have been brewing since then, but they haven't necessarily been this company since mm. like. But I think it was like the early. Um, it's been the same family continuing it, but they've yeah, been having the, the, the early twentieth century. Yeah. I think is when they sort of like properly started wow, being it. That's amazing. I just love the bottle. Like it's just so the yeah. bottle, cool. the glass itself is amazing with the trunk uh, stalk. 
No, STEM. Tough competition, tough competition, but we'll yeah. see how we do. Oh, we're about to get another one in. <laughs> uh, we're back. Here we go. And I'm going in for the right, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just before you do, can we just like address the, the grand nature of what's just happening here? We have two Belgian beers. Oh yeah, the Belgian fight. The we've war of the Belgians. The Belgian battle. Yeah. The Belgian the, beer battle. The Belgian beer battle, the triple yeah. Bs. The Belgian beer battle. So we've got Delirium, obviously they're sort of like headliner that um, men's, and then we've got the Lech Blonde. And I would say Lech, synonymous with Belgian beer. Now this, synonymous. It's, it's got a very nice spicy smell to it. Very, Sim very inviting. Yeah. Maybe a little. There's a, a note in there. That's... Down as well, though. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more malty as well. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely yeah. see where the name comes from, though. Blonde is it's absolutely just transparent blonde. Yeah, transparent. Easy there's, to there's see through. No haziness to it like there was in the delirium. Mm. Clear, completely clear. Mm. Now the maltiness is definitely there. I can I can taste it a lot more, and it's it is a bit sweet. And the spiciness mm. is adding to it. I like it a lot. Slight yeah. bits of flour. But we, yeah. We've talked What's about this beer a lot. What's the percentage of it, by the way? Six something. Six. All right. So it's not as strong. Yeah. I yeah. can definitely tell it's not as strong. But definitely, I'd say tasting it here now, I can see why we've mentioned it so much in the past when we've had beers that have had this kind of character. Yeah. It's, it's just... It's just that slightly malty spiciness. Yeah. And admittedly, it's, the, the delirium is definitely much more... OTT mm. in the spice department, whereas this is much more understated. Yeah, I, I, I feel that you could quite easily drink a big bottle of this. Left, oh yeah, like the you grenade. can have more than one of whereas these a night. The delirium, you wouldn't necessarily yeah. want to. I think it'd really get to you. Mm. If I and like, pardon how I how I phrase this, but I would say this is like Jackass, and I would say the delirium is like Wild Boys. The Wild Boys. Yeah. <laughs> what were they called? I've yeah. never seen the Wild Boys, um, but I've heard about them. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, something, yeah. Wait, let me see what they got. They did some weird shit, the Wild Boys, from what I've heard. Oh, they did. They took they, Jackass to an extreme. They, 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 they like went to. See, when you said "excuse my language," I thought you were about to start talking about women and comparing them, and then you went to Jackass. I was like, okay, well, this is an unexpected turn. Wild Boys, yeah. So I would, I would say. This is Jackass, because it was outrageous, but yeah. contained, but Wild well, Boys yeah. was on a... Just a complete or, or maybe um, left is Pepsi, and Delirium is Pepsi Max. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi Max? I don't, I don't really prefer <laughs> Pepsi Max to Pepsi, though. A, 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 merely more in name than... <laughs> the reality. But actually, in terms of name, I get it, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, I would say that that one is a Belgian on steroids. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a more extreme version of this one. And, and again, as well, there is a 2% difference, I think, isn't there? Yeah. The 8%, 6%. Yeah. But it is very nice. I like it. Yeah. I this is having this. this is for people who are dipping their toe in, and delirium is for like. People who've been there for a while and want to yeah. be extreme. Yeah. 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 Mm. I'm trying to think of what Belgian food I would have with this, because I don't know many Belgian food. Waffles! I, See, I know waffles, but there's more than that yeah. to Belgian food. The, the thing is, I always picture waffles with ice cream, and I always think it's weird to have beer and ice cream together. Hmm. Beer, ice cream float. So, uh, a stout float. Stout float. Did we just invent... Okay, t-shirt idea. Stout float. <laughs> t-shirt idea right there, stout float. Oh, you're saying that. Imagine that jet black car with a salted caramel <laughs> <gasps> ice cream float. Oh. I think we just invented something amazing. For lean table, table, table. Do you guys want to go get some ice cream after this? <laughs> we can do. Yeah. For sure. But we need to have it as a float on top of a stout at this point. We need to do this. Maybe another time. Live in the moment. But yeah, I'm, I am enjoying this. Yeah. Mm. You can definitely tell there's a lot of similarities. It's very enjoyable. I wonder it's, a less, it's a less extreme version, but it is still very nice. I wonder if Lef and Delirium have a relationship. Yeah. But One's it, the crazy yeah, cousin of the other. For me, it does sort of like feel that Delirium is sort of like the, the squash, the cordial. Mm. And um, Lef has sort of like just taken that and just diluted it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I, all, all the same flavours are there, it's just yeah. not as in your face. Mm. It's not as overpowering. Yeah. Can I suggest something? Okay. Hold on. Oh god. 
Can I suggest? Wait, let me sit down. Yeah. Take a seat. Take a seat. Can I suggest mm-hmm. a top trumps of Belgian ales? Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, I've got the left blonde here, and I'm coming in with, and I don't really want to start with this because I know I'm going to lose, but I've got an alcohol percentage of 6.6. Yeah, so um, 8.5. Okay, I can't actually think of any other uh, yeah. metrics. Go with the volume. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, what's your volume? What's your, what's your volume? Um, 0. 0.33 litres. I've only got 0. 0.3 in mine. So, um, I'm going to I guess, like, if we're looking at bottles, I would have to say your bottle wins, hands down. Yeah, it's absolutely. Hands I mean, down. It's a beautiful design on it. The I don't artwork, even... it's got the, the pink elephant, it's mm. got a pink dragon. No, and that's an alligator. No, 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 it's got a green... Oh, that's a queen. Oh, the dra- oh, there are dragons yeah, on like it. A Holy Chinese shit. dragon, yeah. And then there's a load of birds along the top. Sparrows? It's, yeah, it definitely looks like it was invented in the early 20th century. Oh, yeah. Hold the phone. <laughs> I've got you now. When was your beer, uh, when was that brewery started, or what's the age, um, date? 1654. Oh, 1654, we've been <laughs> going since 1240. <laughs> 1240! <laughs> Bringing out that yeah, long time. Because I believe that um, left is an Abbey Ale, right? Yes. Um, so I says it on the front. Yeah, so I believe the difference between an Abbey Ale and a Trappist, so Trappist means it's brewed by monks and it's still brewed by monks, mm. whereas Abbey means it was originally brewed by monks, but the recipe... The beer, etc., has been sold. Is that Trappist? Since. No, this is completely uh, secular beer. Okay. Um, last one. Uh, expiry day. Expiry day. Um, the twenty-first of the third, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-ninth of the ninth, twenty nineteen. Wow. You know what? It's, that was a washout. Yeah. You, you wanted this challenge and you lost it, so I don't know what to tell you, mate. Don't know what to tell you. So, I mean, does the top trumps come in that if these are like first and second, that we just go on the top trumps order? Yeah, the I can't pronounce that. Berliner Heist. Or the, the Delirium. Yeah, the Delirium is definitely coming before the Leffer yeah. because of the top trumps now. what <laughs> saying. You, d- you decided to have this challenge. So. Yeah. So we're back we with, what are we back with? Bloodline by uh, Flying Dog, is it? Flying Dog, yeah. You uh, enjoying that smell, mate? It's a blood orange uh, ale. Okay, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that pour, which I've got to say was pretty good pour. And it was a great, take a look at that. It was a very, it was a very nice pour. And the uh, colour of it, though. The colour is incredible. It's just, it's just, it's just vivid orange. It's so orange. orange. Yeah. I swear this could be orange juice. Mm. When I smell it, definitely get the blood orange. 100%. Definitely that citri- get that powerful citrus. Definitely get the there. hoppiness from the IPA. It's an IPA, right? It's an ale, blood orange ale. Okay, but it's hoppy like an IPA. There's definitely hops there. Can't deny that. Really, in a beer? Mm. Wow. <laughs> oh, Straff, that that is so fresh, so so fresh. Mm. Mm. And you know what? It's it got a nice bitterness to it. It has a nice bitterness to it, but mm. I think I like the mouthfeel too. Oh, it feels so great it's when you're drinking it. It's got a good mouthfeel. Although it is a bit dry, I think. I am getting yeah. some dryness now. It's definitely dry. Like Initially, when you first taste it, it's really fresh, and then it just... It leaves you so dry. Straight away beer. Flying Dog, they've been around for a good old while now, haven't they? I believe so. They've been uh, around for quite a while. Uh, yeah. Quickly grab the bottle. I'm sure they'll have the... The date of the brewer on there when they started. Because I, I remember seeing these in um, supermarkets or um, pubs and whatnot, and this was way before it, I think even really blew, uh, Brewdog exploded and whatnot. 7%. Yep, 7%. It's pretty strong. Water, malt, barley, malt, wheat, hops, yeast. That's the ingredients. Can we, can we talk about the artwork? Because like, you have okay. a bit of a record. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, well, let me just say this real quick. Ten episodes we've been doing this, and for the first ten, no, nine, let's say, mm. you've exclusively gone on artwork. And I think this is from a batch where you decided not to go for artwork, but you still ended up with some crazy artwork. That is true, that is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you will have seen in the uh, video, there's a dog that is... It's a Dalmatian, it's right? Dalmatian, with a weird chin and a stubby nose, and I think it's bleeding from the head, and it looks really just... Borderline creepy is all I can say, but damn, it tastes pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the fruit name, blood orange, mm. true, is a bit creepy. It's a blood orange, orange so red that it looks like blood. 
As well, and why do you think it seems that blood orange has become so popular in beers? I think it, I just, think it just takes well. The alcohol just complements well with the citriness of the blood orange. Yeah, using a, the citra hop, it's always quite nice to add yeah. you know, reinforcement on the citrus and grapefruit. Obviously, mm. it's been done to death, so maybe people are thinking, let's go outside that. But let's if anyone's listening, else. I want a blueberry something. I don't know whether a it should be a stout or whether it should no, be an IPA. I don't think it should be a stout. Chocolate and blueberry. Yeah, that goes okay, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like cherry would be better with that. Um, well, that's already a thing. Actually, I'm sure I've seen a blueberry um, goes. All right. What's a goes? It's sort of like quite a soured no, or like quite like a Berliner advice. But yeah, if any brewers are listening yeah. and you need you know, a little bit of inspiration, just throw some blueberries in. Some blueberries, some raspberries, some I know they're expensive, but they're delicious. They are. Especially yeah, in a smoothie. Yeah, this, this it's beer. very I've, nice. I've say, it's very it, enjoyable. It's really, really nice. I've never even actually seen it before now. I'm not really sure what I would uh, eat, though, with this. Because, again, with every beer we've had, I feel like you don't need to eat anything with it. You just need yeah. to enjoy the beer. Definitely. Which... For us, is a it's very rare when we have all the beers are just purely enjoyable by themselves. Usually, we're always talking about having it with a steak or a barbecue or a curry or something. But these I have just been again. I'd say this, this is, is a beer to enjoy as a beer. Mm. I'd say this, this is something is a you bit want to experience. Like the Cannonball as well, though, where you could easily have more than one of these. This yeah. is something that yeah. I could yeah. sip on for. And so this is brewed at least a couple with blood orange puree. And yep. natural flavourings as well. Oh, yeah. so I like actual proper. Yeah. It doesn't just come from the the hops. Yeah, like I think a lot of say the um, Tropicana by Tiny Rebel. Mm. I think that gets all of its citrus um, tropical tones from the hops, whereas mm. this has the actual fruit in it. I think Tropicana was one of my top ten moments mm. in the it last really ten nice episodes. That, that beer is. It was a very. And nice you know spot. what? I've seen the Belhaven Mango IPA, and it's coming. So I look forward to it. As soon as I've rinsed all my other beers. I'm, I'm not too sure about the... It is 7%, but I can like barely taste any alcohol in it. It is just yeah. not noticeable. It's being overpowered by the hoppiness. Yeah. And the flavour though, I've got to say, mm. it doesn't stay in your mouth that long after. You get you get a tiny little bitterness, but that's it. You don't really get mm. any of the sweetness, but really it's... yeah. It goes quite quickly. I'd say it's quite delicate, but mm. looking at the bottle, you'd never think that because oh, the bottle no. is... The artwork itself, it looks I don't like say it's just... Violent is probably not a good word to use, but it's like that sort of... Horror? Horror, no, like, it's just... A bit gory, dark. Dark, yeah, dark, dark yeah. is maybe, yeah, it's a bit dark. You'd expect it to last a lot longer. Yeah. I've been counting since I just took this last sip, and it's been about 15 seconds, and now it's gone. Mm. And that is, compared to some of the other ones we've had, not as long. Because some no. of the ones we've just had, the bitterness, it just stays and stays. But with this, quite quickly it passes and then you're just ready for that next sip. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I have enjoyed this one. I'm kind of annoyed that it's not mine. <laughs> oh yeah, as well. Um, recently when I was going through and uh, messing about with a little spreadsheet that we keep all of our scorings and yes. beers on. How's it looking? Um, I, I did realise one week um, we'd actually counted me um, as having three beers. Wait, what? Oh. Um, one of them being a minus one. That was actually yours. Uh, fuck. <laughs> oh, are you going to call me out on the show? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, admittedly, it just means that my points have been bumped up a little bit and yours have gone down a little bit. But, um, what are the current we, were, we were even, weren't we? No, you were ahead of me, I think, last I checked. Yeah, there was one point where you two were both on three, I think. We were but, both positive! But no, I think I think then technically, if that hadn't been there, it's you would have been on one. Still positive, still positive, yeah. still positive. And also, we do still have to decide what we want to do with special guests and how we want to. I think um, special guests should have their own score, their own score thing. Should we yeah, do it yeah, like? So, so we'll just take theirs out. 
like a top gear situation out. where yeah. you know they have their own leaderboard. Matt yeah. came on, he scored like first and yeah. last or whatever it was. Yeah, and then he gets his points, and then the next guest gets their points, and we compare the guests get their own yeah. section. And we're like, this guest the host has the best score the ever, and then this exactly. guest has the worst. And then when yeah. the guests come back, they can always improve or just or yes, yeah, they get compare what they did on their last one. Exactly, they can always improve their points, or their points could get worse depending on what they bring. But I like it. I we should like definitely it. have, I think, a separate scoreboard because we yeah. can't really have them on our scoreboard because we're continuously going along but still how do you think we should I think um, the, the point scoring system for the guests should be the same because they only bring two beers it should be yeah the same rankings but okay. because we have a two extra beers yeah. I'm not sure how that will work so say because he became last and first zero so, so no, no one yeah so he would be yeah at one because we would have so would that be three and then technically the person who came second one of us who came second mm. We would also get three. So are we basically taking his beers out of the equation? Yeah, I think we take his. Scores? We put them in their position, yeah. but we take them yeah. out of the I equation. Think, yeah, and like I tried to say, the like, closest score. More than one beer can occupy a spot on one yeah. to six. For yeah. the guest, the and guest beers can occupy different spaces. The guest as well. is just completely separate from what we're doing. But if they've had a really good beer, like it can yeah. be really high up. Choo choo milk that he miraculously got his hands on. Jeez. Another highlight of the show. Yeah, great, great moment, great moment. Um, yeah, if that happens, then... <laughs> yeah, just do it in parallel. Yeah, I, th- I think that would work if we just have them on a separate table. Yeah. We, we place their beers think, on the scale. I think it would encourage us to bring more people on as well, because then, like, they can see how they're doing compared mm. to the people that have already been on. Have their own little rivalry going on. Yeah. Who knows, maybe we'll get, like, some, like, really dark feud going on between, like, <laughs> I don't know, Adam and Matt or something. <laughs> So, uh, last up, we've got from the London Beer Factory, the Berliner Heist, which is a raspberry and blackberry Berliner Weiss. And I've got to say, you, you really have to check out our Twitter. You're going to see this being poured. It's unexpected. You see pictures. It's such an amazing colour. It, it really, it almost matches the can. In it's like its a colour. diluted blood red. Yeah. And I've, the can itself, the way it opens. Yeah, I've got to say, like, there's a couple of breweries that really have picked up these. I think um, these particularly call it introducing the 360 can, and it opens up like a can. Mm. Uh, like a can, a can of, beans. of beans. You just take the entire top off. Which... Yeah. And I've got to say, for drinking, it just makes it so much easier. And you feel like you're less drinking a, a camel for pop. pop. Yeah. Mm. But straight away, the smell of it. I, I was just over there and I walked in, I didn't see the pouring and the colour just caught me so off guard. Yeah. Um, incredible. So, so obviously we're, it's typically building the weeds like very sour. So like you've got very sour, again, and not very, Millie, it's nothing like the uh, the bakewell sour was. It's this not as sour. But, 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 but the smell, it's not sour. This again, is. it's still not great, but it's nowhere near as bad as the... Yeah, but this, this it doesn't, smell it doesn't, is acceptable. The, the other one is, was okay. not. Yeah, the smell is like meh. It's like muskiness, isn't it? It's got a muskiness to it, but the taste, oh my god, the taste. It's it's not overpoweringly sour, but it is very noticeable. And it's it's oh, slightly lingering wow. on my tongue. I was gonna say my whole mouth is just tingling now. Mm. It just straight away gets you. Like mm. I was trying to aerate it and it was really difficult to keep it going because it yeah. was so sour. <laughs> just trying to Oh, Urgh, yeah. I could just feel it on my face. It's it's like it's slightly what I imagine. You know, um, Skittles vodka when you dissolve yeah. Skittles into Urgh, vodka. Yeah. This is almost slightly what I would imagine if you diluted sour Skittles <laughs> into alcohol. Oh, it's so hard to aerate. Yeah. You know, I can't get it. It's really fruity and it's also oh, it's very fruity sour. and sour yeah. at the same time. It's just it goes really well together. Are you guys getting a lot of the fruit? I am getting quite a bit of fruitiness from it. Was it raspberry and? Um, and blackberry. Oh, I can definitely get the raspberry. And I think the ras- some of the blackberry, but the raspberry is probably what gives it the sourness mm. too. But um, what it reminds me of is I don't know if you remember when we were kids, and you know you had all these like sweets. Do you remember the atomic waste sweet that was like a little mm, atomic yeah. bin, and inside you just had these sour, sour sweets. I'm almost yeah. like that's I the level those. of sourness. Um, yeah. I think after the first couple of sips, the sourness definitely dies down in your mouth a bit. You get accustomed just, to it, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, that first sip. I, that first sip, it's Ooh. like, I know we talked about the delirium being like an explosion, but this feels literally like an explosion oh, in your yeah. mouth. Like, it's like, an atomic one. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just feel your entire mouth clench as you're yeah. drinking it. Like, my lips just get sucked up into this tiny... Yeah, this is not for the faint hide, but I'm going for the, I'm going for the air <laughs> 8 
The air rate, see the air rating itself is not hard, not bad. It's the trying to air it with the sourness, which is hard because it's so sour that yeah, there you go. You just feel your entire mouth close from the sourness. And it's really difficult to keep the aeration position going while you're oh, trying wow. to do it. But oh. I, you do really get the fruit. Oh, when you, you get do the that. fruit. You get the fruit so well. It's just, mm. oh, it's so good. I think, really, so after you've had the initial sip, mm. and the flavour sort is slightly starting to die away, that's when you really get the black currant. I feel. Mm. Mm. It's an aftertaste. Uh, yeah, the blackcurrant is definitely an aftertaste. Whereas it kicks in after all mm. the sourness of the uh, raspberry has passed off, and then it's just... It's, it's all over your mouth. Mm. Oh. Love the 360 can. Again, this is one of those drinks where you don't need to eat anything with it, because it's just so good on its own. Every single beer we've had this week has just been no meal to go with it. It's just too good to dilute down yeah. with anything else. Which I can't believe we've managed to do this somehow. I was not expecting that. I was expecting us to spend at least a few minutes talking about food and alcohol, but nope. Have you been busy watching Gordon Ramsay, Jamie Oliver, and you're going to come on and be like, yeah. Okay, first off, <laughs> it's all about your boy Guy Fieri, legend, number one. <laughs> don't even don't even bring those amateurs into the field where you've got Guy Fieri hanging out. You know I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you got the uh, Adam, what, what's his name? Man moves to guy. Adam Richmond. Adam Richmond in number two, hanging out as well, no, doing his thing. You get what I like, guy. It's all about Guy Fieri. Yeah, we know Guy Fieri's number one, but Adam Richmond is his, is his wingman. He's just mm. hanging out like, brap, brap. Yeah. No, Adam Richmond's. Uh, Don't talk shit about Adam Richmond, man. He's he's, he's, he's fought so much you food. Know, you know, but yeah, back to the beer. <laughs> back to the beer. Incredible beer. Yeah, mm. incredible. Like, and I've got to say, I always, always, always find Berliner Weisses um, completely hit miss yeah. for me mm. personally. Like, some I absolutely love. Some I'll be like, why? How is this even be marketed as a yeah. beer? Like, it's disgusting. But really. this, but this, this is <laughs> a hit. This is a hit. This, this is, is a hit. This is really, really nice. The this smell, is, despite being mediocre, the taste is just on another level. This is hitting me out of the park for the home run. Mm. And speaking of the 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary? You mean the 10th episode, yeah. 10th episode anniversary. Yeah. Really good. I want to extend that one. <laughs> just two minutes. <laughs> if you want to do it, you can do it. Um, Two minute aeration. How is he breathing in for so long? How do you guys feel about bringing back the winners from previous beers? Uh, from previous beers? From previous episodes of the Crafty Boys and having them go head to head. We should definitely do that. Like a we should definitely battle do that. royale almost. Yeah. But oh. on the 12th episode, when we have six winners from. Well, we, when we have 12 winners, we can all bring in two each of each of the winners. Yeah. That would be the perfect time to do it. Also, as well, what might be nice, obviously we won't be able to do it particularly that close now, but mm. like we can maybe squeeze in a stout one, I'm probably sure, but sort of like, <sighs> stout so, so, so if we get the best ones of each sort mm. of like type yeah. of beer. Okay, yeah. So well, every time a stout's one, we get all the stouts together. Yeah, every time yeah. an IPA's one, we get all the IPA's yeah, together. Maybe that's probably episode like... That'll be a long while away from yeah. now. No, but I do like the idea of that, especially if, if we can, well, we'll take a look, if we can find out if we've all had, you know, at least two number ones. Mm. Well, that's, um, not, that's not likely. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's very unlikely. Um, we, can, we can at least sort of like, everyone brings on their winners. Their number, yeah, their winners. Mm. Could do indeed. James is just here with like eight beers. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am, we're about to get shit faced. And you can only taste your own beer on that day. <laughs> <laughs> just have you on the balcony like uh. <laughs> he'll just be dead for the day but yeah, as well I'm completely new to this but um, yeah so uh, the, the London Beer Factory um, they seem to be popping up um, in a lot of commercial uh, scenes now at the minute um, I've seen them in Tesco and Asda and other places um, but they've been around since about 2014 um, two brothers Ed and uh, Simon Cotton uh, started up and wanted to really bring beers with a lot of character and personality mm. and I think they're doing that um, they have succeeded yeah, yeah this one I don't think it's actually in the core range I tried to look it up on the website um, this particular beer and um, it wasn't on there so I think this is maybe one of their more sort of specialities yeah. yeah but I must say this has just been yeah. out of just out of the park and again cool, cool, um, cool the artwork, artwork on it you've got like a guy with a raspberry head and a guy with a blackberry head like with bags full of raspberries, raspberries and blackberries, and blackberries. it's yeah, just yeah. something else 
It really is. That is kind of weird, though. It's like yeah. it's a bit cannibalistic almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, right. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Now, hold the phone. Rating times three and a half percent. It's only three and a half percent. And what is IBU? I don't know. Because um, it's got an IBU of ten. Yeah, it's isn't it like um, international or um, but it's bitterless units. Ah, oh, bitterless or, units. Or bitterless. Well, I'll have to. Well, it's very bitter. I have to think that ten is a lot. Yeah. It's got the bitterness down. It's not too. It's not too sour. It's not too sweet. There's a lot of bitterness though. And again, it wasn't dry, which was surprising with the bitterness, because usually I feel like bitterness and dryness go well together, but it wasn't dry at all. But yeah, shall we conclude, boys? All right, crafty then. boys. So, all right then. Now, hmm. tough week. It's it's a hard week. They've all been really good. Tough, tough. I feel tough like week. I don't want to say it, but the uh, Cannonball. It was a very. It's a good IPA, but it wasn't in any way unique or special. Let's start how we normally do. Number one. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, number one. Yeah, I mean, firstly, I'm I'm going to go both of mine. I would be torn between the Delirium and the the Berlin Heist. I think the Berlin Heist is definitely number one. Yeah. And then I think the Bloodline is number two, because that was really good as well. I think I'd give you that. That was just another level. And now, then I think it's between the Leather Vice the and the Delirium. This is where the Belgian Belgium off comes in. I don't know which one's yeah, the I think Belgian stuff happens right after Magic Rock comes in third place. No, Magic Rock is. It was a good. It was a good standard, but it's just a standard. It's just yeah, standard. I'm it, sorry. It, it's, it's not it's a standard. Yeah, but it is pretty vanilla. The uh, Jet Black is coming in fourth. It was not as good as the uh, two Belgian blondes. It can't but... come in fourth because these guys are occupied. Oh, fifth, sorry, four. fifth. So one of these two is coming third, one of these two is coming fourth. Now, I don't know which is going where. Well, well I think it already was decided with top trumps, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, the top trumps! <laughs> of course! So delirium. Delirium! Not, not just that, place. I think as the crafty boys, we have no choice but to go hard, you know? Like, we have to go yeah. for the one that's... The more powerful one comes first. Punch. Yeah. punch before and, and I've, punch. And I've, I've got to say, yeah, coming... Um, None of them were fifth, bad. Fifth and sixth. Cannonball and Jet Black Heart. They weren't bad, Both but... fantastic beers. Really like them. They just the weren't up to par. I think yeah. this has been one of those weeks, and it's a nice that it happens on episode week. 10, where... It's a difficult week. Basically, every beer's a winner. Yeah, but we somehow can't order them. But we have I, to order them. I would happily drink these for so, the rest of the evening. For, if you would like to work us out the victory line. For episode 110, <laughs> let's get all these beers back together. Yeah. <laughs> so in first place, we have... From the London Beer Factory, Berliner Heist. Then, from Flying Dog Brewery, we have Bloodline. From Delirium, we have... Delirium? Yeah, I think it's Delirium Temmens. Okay. Left's Blonde, if you're feeling like a little bitch, get some Left Blonde instead of Delirium. (laughs) Also, I've I've got to say as well, a quick one for the left, is that the left brown. Is, is a little bit spicy. All right, we'll have to get that on at some point. A little sneak peek there. Sneak peek. Then we have Brewdog's Jet Black Heart, and finally, you know, last but not least, Magic Rocks Cannonball, which is an Indian, Indian Pale Ale. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a good week. We've had really some really good, good beers. Yeah. I think we've had ten great weeks of great beer. Well, we have. Yeah. Final thoughts. Yeah. I must say, these beers have been just on another level. I wish they could all be in first place, but unfortunately... How do you feel? Because I kind of think before you started, you know, daytime drinking, you pretty much were sticking to your Fosters and... Yeah, before before this, I was like, is there even a difference in these beers? And now I know there is a big difference. Like, after we did our last episode, I went to the pub with some mates, and I had nothing but the craft beers that were available. Which were? Which were, uh, there was a... They had a Brewdog IPA, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but they had a Brewdog IPA. I went straight for that first drink I had. And the second drink was a another IPA. I can't remember the name of it. And then for the third one, I just went for San Miguel because I was pretty gone at that point. So I was like, fuck it, I don't even care. <laughs> oh yeah, San Miguel. We should bring that on sometime. <laughs> the San Miguel was just a coup de gras. I'm over. I'm done. I might as well just end it on something nice. Okay. But yeah, I feel myself wanting to go more for craft beers and trying different things now instead of just getting a standard... Foster's, Guinness, Heineken, which are just the basic things that you know. So I think I've come a long way in these 10 episodes. And James, as the veteran of this whole thing, like, how do you feel about 10 weeks? Obviously, if we were to look at points, we'd, uh, 
you know, we know you're on the win. You're just yeah, winning, I've, winning, winning, winning. I have to say, I definitely feel like I've learned more about craft beer, like even from these ten weeks, completely. And yeah, I might have had more of an idea of what I think tastes nice and whatnot, which is obviously reflected in the points a bit. Um, but. I've got to say, you guys have brought some absolute corkers that I've mm. never even heard of. For instance, the, the Flying Dog of Orange in this one is absolutely fantastic. Second place and it's well deserved. And yeah, I, I can't say I've ever even seen it before. And I think that's a great thing with craft beer, just the diversity that's out there. Mm. You really can't go wrong with just trying everything. It's yeah. all worth a try. It's all worth a try. Yeah. It really is all worth a try, isn't it? Just give it a shot. Anything could be a gem. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, here's to, uh, obviously we're not drinking anymore, but here's to 10 weeks. Yeah. And 10 more, maybe. 10 more to come. But yes. Yeah. Thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, and thanks for listening. I'm this has been Daytime yeah. Drinking with the Crafty Boys. Catch you on the next round. Shwing! <laughs> <laughs> He's washed <watched> out. <laughs> <laughs> Looper said so! <laughs> See, I don't listen for Looper, because Looper's a... Just... Not a good channel. Yeah. Oh, sorry, did you do all that investigative reporting? Yes, for I did. The story? Yes, I did. I double checked their investigations and I found out <laughs> that they're dickheads, mate. Slander! <laughs> Libel! Lies! They got, they, got a, they got a show going on with Guy Fieri and Adam Richman where they have food versus food. Wait, is that a real thing or are you no, making, I'm this making this up? No, I'm just lying. If it was real, I'd be so happy, but it's a lie. Um, do you think maybe we should re- rename this podcast to like Drink versus Drink? <laughs> Beer versus beer. Beer versus beer. I thought you were going to say, Guy Fieri presents the Crafty Boys. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be down for that. Okay, I think we need his permission to do yeah, that first. and we might need to get him on board, because like, I think I'm a bit disappointed. What if we get him to guest star? I don't know why he would come here, but... Yeah. You don't ask permission, you just ask forgiveness. Very true, but also, like, wouldn't you be massively disappointed if like, you started listening to a podcast that was called Guy Fieri? And then he's not there, mate. Guy Fieri ain't even here. What if we just have sound clips of him? We could literally make it sound like we're sitting here with Guy Fieri. Like, that's Guy Fieri stuff. That's not even hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, but would it be real? So, Guy, how are you liking this bit? Oh my god, it's so hot! The juiciness? Yeah. Let's take a trip to Flame Town. <laughs> you know what? I think we should bring on guests that haven't agreed to be guests. <laughs> well, I don't think Matt agreed to be a guest. We just saw him when we were walking to the flat and he just invited him along. So we're sort of doing that.